All right. This morning, I have a couple of scriptures for us to look at. Trust the Lord will help us. Last day of 2023. A lot of things we could talk about reflecting back on. A lot of things we could talk about looking forward to what the future holds. This morning, I, I feel like that the Lord would have us to be challenged to recognize and to realize that today we have a choice. We have a choice. So we're going to look at a couple of scriptures that, that uh, speak along those lines today. <clears throat> the first one, if you want to turn, is going to be Joshua chapter 24. And then we'll uh, start reading there. Joshua chapter 24, we're going to start reading verse 14. Just two verses. 14 and 15. Fairly common scripture. You probably heard it before. Joshua chapter 24, verses 14 and 15. This is Joshua speaking to the children of Israel. He has been their commander. He's been their chief. He's been their their, uh, leader for quite some time. He's getting down to the end and he speaks uh, these words. Verse 14 of chapter 24. Now therefore, fear the Lord and serve Him in sincerity and in truth. And put away the gods which your fathers served on the other side of the flood and in Egypt and serve ye the Lord. If we were to say this in just plain English today where we could understand, we would say, uh, don't be afraid of anything except for be afraid of the Lord. Be afraid of enough. Be afraid of Him enough that you that you're take, seri- take Him for real and be serious. And then I would say, and then get serious and be for real about serving Him. Put away the things that have been a distraction. The things that that mom and dad did or grandma and grandpa did that were a distraction or maybe yourself did that were a distraction from what was right, serving other things, putting other things number one before God. So put those things away and serve God for real. Verse 15, And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your fathers served on the, that were on the other side of the flood or the gods of the Amorites in whose land ye dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Joshua continues on. He said, if you, if you think it seems evil or crazy to you to serve the Lord, then you serve whoever you want. You serve the gods that somebody else has, has been serving in the past, the gods of, of whatever. The number ones, the money, the spirits, Whatever it is, right? That's not God. You serve those. Then he says, or if you think it's evil to serve God, then serve the gods, he says, of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. That's the gods that are around you right now. So he said, you, if you don't think it's right to serve the Lord, then you serve the gods from the past, or you serve the gods that are in the future or right now. But he said, for me and my house, I'm going to serve God. Laid down the law right there. He said this. 
You guys do whatever you want. I basically lived the life in front of you as your leader. I've showed you what's right. I've done what's right. And you can either you can do whatever you want. You have a choice this morning. And that brings us down to our, to our challenge this morning, going into 2024. I hope that you leave here this morning or uh, th- realizing that you have a choice. It does not have to continue on in the way that it's been in the past year. It does not have to continue on with the, with the, with the unforgiveness, with the anger, with the bitterness, with the, with the continued failure, the chained into addiction. It does not have to be that way. We have a choice this morning. <clears throat> Did you have a question back there? Um, chapter? chapter 24 of Joshua, verses 14 and 15. Joshua 24, 14 and 15. So just to recap those two verses, basically, we have a choice. We can choose to do what we've done before or what other people have done before. We can choose to do what people are doing right now. You say, what are people doing right now? People are turning to all kinds of stuff. They serve themselves. They do whatever feels good. They do whatever looks good. They do whatever they think everybody else wants them to do. They do whatever, whatever feels good in the moment. They don't, they don't follow, many people don't follow a moral line of what's right and what's wrong according to God's Word. So you can live that way if you want. God has given us the ability this morning or the opportunity to have a choice. If it was, if it was not that way, then you would not have a choice, right? And you would be either destined to be a demon or you'd be destined to be an angel or you'd be destined to be an elk running around on the mountain living for Jesus up there. But it's not that way this morning. It's not destined to be that way without any input from you. You have a choice. Let's, re- let's move on. Let's look at another scripture today. 1 Corinthians and then over in the New Testament. 1 Corinthians chapter 10. I think I'm going to start at verse 1. I want to read a few verses to us this morning. It gets down to the one we're actually going to, that I wanted us to look at is uh, verse 13. It's kind of the one that I want to look at. But we're going to start at verse 1. Chapter 10 of, of 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians chapter 10. Moreover, brethren, I would not that ye should be ignorant how that all our fathers were under the cloud and all passed through the sea. He just starts off here and says, I don't want you to be ignorant. In other words, I want to tell you the truth. I don't want you to go on not knowing the truth. So I'm going to tell it to you, basically, is what he's saying. Verse 2, and, all, and were all baptized unto Moses in the cloud and in the sea. Verse 3, and did all eat the same spiritual meat. Verse 4, and did all drink the same spiritual drink. For they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them, and that rock was... Christ, verse 5, but with them, but with many of them, God was not well pleased, for they were overthrown in the wilderness. So we see here, he just starts off giving a little bit of history and just says, they, these, these, your, your, your ancestors had the same, had all the same things uh, 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 collectively. They had the same God. They had the same baptism, they, all this stuff. And he said that they, they had the, basically had the same opportunity. And then he gets down there and he says, in, in verse 5, that many of them did not please God. 
And they begin to be overthrown in the wilderness because of it. Now verse 6. Now these things were examples uh, to the intent we should not lust after evil things as they also lusted. Now what he's talking about, if you go, if you go back into Exodus, uh, Genesis and Exodus, and, t- and look at the story of the children of Israel and all the things that, that God did for them. He, he worked in their family down through the centuries and he, and he worked in answers of prayer, and, and He helped them. He delivered them from the bondage that they were in. He brought them through the wilderness, and they began to disobey Him. And those stories are recorded all through, all through the Bible there in the Old Testament of the things that they, they would walk away from God, or they begin to complain about the place that they found themselves in. And God was not pleased with it. And He simply says here in verse 6, He said, These things were written down so that we would have examples. In other words, this morning, so that we would know what God likes and what God doesn't like. What God's happy with and what He's not happy with. Well, the things that we can do and be alright and make it to heaven. And the things that if we do, we'll be, in, we'll be in trouble and not make it to heaven. God's been faithful to us to show it to us in His Word and document it to us for examples. That's simply what He's saying this morning. Verse 7, Neither be ye idolaters. Now, He simply says, don't be idolater. Don't be an idolater. What is an idolater? This is somebody that serves something uh, and makes something a god besides God Himself. And that could be anything. You could you could take this little bird here this morning and, and put it up on the up on the shelf and, and get down on your knees and pray to that bird and say, you know what, this is my God. This is what I've chosen to serve. And this is the, the thing that brings blessing into my life. And this little bird would become your idol. And now most of us are not doing that today. Most of us would have a tendency to be to be putting other things as idols. And those would be family, and those would be friends, and those would be education, and those would be money, and those would be who knows whatever else, right? That we might want to do all good things. Even this little bird's a good thing. But if you worship this bird and it becomes, it becomes your idol, then you're wrong. And the same thing falls true with our money, and with our family, with our husband, with our wife, whatever it might be. Simply this morning, our priority should be on God, our number one. Verse 7, Neither be ye idolaters, as some of them were, as it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. Verse 8, Neither let us commit fornication, as some of them uh, committed and fell in one day three and twenty thousand. It says here in this verse that we should should not be committing fornication. Uh, uh, Sin sexually outside of marriage is specifically what it is. And he says here, the example is, in the Old Testament, remember he's talking about the examples back there. 23,000 of them died in one day because God was not happy with them when they, when they decided to do that. Lord, help us this morning. Verse 9. Neither let us tempt Christ as some of them also tempted and were destroyed of serpents or snakes. You look at that story back in the Old Testament as they began to tempt God and they say, why did you bring us here and allow these things to happen? And they began to accuse God of things that he was not, that he did not do. And they began to put God in that way and disobey him and displease him. There was a time that God showed to his, he said, I don't, I don't, I'm not happy with that. And he sent snakes in that began to kill those people at that time. What are we talking about? God's simply showing us in, 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 in through experiences and through situations, through other people's uh, right decisions and wrong decisions, how He feels on these things. What are we talking about today? We have a choice. You don't have to go down that road. 
The examples of what's right and what's wrong is there. Verse 10, Neither murmur ye, as some of them also murmured, and were destroyed of the destroyer. This one again is is talking about another example back in the Old Testament when they simply began to just murmur and talk bad against God and against the leaders that He had put in place. And they began to you know, spread the gossip rumors around and, and, the, and the murmur begins to go out and complaining. Complaining, that's what it is. And they began to complain. And God destroyed them because of it. Verse 11, Now all these things happened unto them for examples and were written for our admonition upon whom the ends of the world are come. Here he says it again. These things were given to us for examples. Let's learn from them, guys. Let's not just let these things that have happened in the past to someone else. We know what God wants. We understand. We lived in, in, in one of the most privileged times in all history of this world. Where we have God's Word. We have documented proof that of what God wants and what He doesn't want. How to make it to heaven and how to miss heaven. We have it. Not only that, we have the ability through social media and through the internet to see, to see and to research at the click of a button. Or the touch of a finger. Anything you want to know about God's Word. Anything that you want to know. I mean, you could just... It is endless, the situation that we're in for information today. And so we see that we are living in a blessed time to be able to, to, to have those resources and to understand and have those examples. I think that if you, if you even wanted to cut all of that out, you could probably simply have, have the uh, examples of other people around us in this world. If you get on social media, there's examples all around us of people that are making the right choices and people that are making the wrong. You don't have to look very far to see them. Let's pay attention to those things. It says there uh, in the second part of verse 11 that they were written to, for our admonition. They weren't just written for examples. They were written as, a, um, as an admonition or a, a thing that says uh, this is the way it should be. A, a guidance, a direction. Instruction. Good, thank you. <coughs> verse 12. Wherefore? Or whenever it says that, it means because of all the things that he just said. Because of those things. Now, wherefore? Because of that. In other words, let him that thinks he standeth take heed lest he fall. He said, now all of these things, they've given us examples. They've given us these instructions. And he says, now, because of that, you better be careful. You think that you're standing up here and you're all right? You better take heed. You better pay attention before you fall. There's other scriptures in God's Word that tells us that pride bores before a fall or a haughty spirit before destruction. I think it says it the other way. Where it says, when we begin to lift ourselves up and we think that we're better than those people back there and we think that we're not going to serve idols like that and we think that we're not going to murmur and complain about God like that. He says, be careful lest you fall. Verse 13, no, there hath no temptation taken you, but that such is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted. Above that ye are able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape, that ye may be able to bear it. This is the scripture that I want to stand out to us this morning. It tells us once again that we have a choice. Just because the enemy comes in and begins to bring some things that are difficult in our lives, some temptation... 
Just because you've been an addict for 30 years, just because dad was an addict for 40 years or 50 years, just because the world is negative and, and, and crazy and dark and depressed, just because of all that means nothing. You still have a choice. You still have the opportunity. This tells us that God is faithful. He is just. He's not willing that any should perish. He will make a way to get out of it. He will make a way to escape. You can sit down there or lay down there on the ground and feel like you're just a dog that's been kicked over and over and over. And by the way, the devil wants you to think that. That's what he did to me. He kicked me over again and over again and said, you can't get back up. You can't quit. You can't fix it. And that's where he wants us. But I want to tell us this morning that the message for us today is we have a choice. You don't have to lay down there. You don't have to be bound. You don't have to live that way. You can get back up and because he's faithful and he will help. <laughs> Made a way. He says when the temptation comes, there's also a way to escape. Then also a way to bear it. To bear it. That means that it's not just as they're, they're a way to escape and to get away, but that He's made a way to bear it. It won't be so much that it crushes you down. There's, you've got the strength to stand. You've got the ability to stand under the load because of Him. You can. And I can today. One more verse. Verse 14. <clears throat> Wherefore, because of all that, my dearly beloved, flee from idolatry. This kind of seems like he's repeating himself. Well, maybe because he wants us to get the point this morning. Run, flee, run away from idolatry. Think about that. If I was to, if I was to give, give you this example of this bird this morning, this little fake bird, and I'd say, well... I don't want anybody to worship this bird. Nobody here be too worried about that, right? Be like, yeah, I'm pretty good. I don't think I'm going to start, you know, praying to this little bird. But the but the the warning is real this morning to run, to flee. So to make the choice, to make the choice to turn away from idolatry. It's not the bird, right? That's not the problem in our lives. The problem is, is money or it's ourselves. We just want to feel good or we just want to do it our way. We begin to lift up ourselves and we begin and we're not even before long. We don't realize it maybe. And we have put ourselves or our something else higher than God. And we begin to practice idolatry. That becomes our idol. What feels good? What looks good? What tastes good? What makes me do this or makes me do that? Or this is what I think I ought to do. Or this is what somebody else did. Or this is what they say that I ought to do. Who knows? And we begin to slip into this area of idolatry. Of putting something higher than God. That's idolatry. And so this, the, the warning is for real this morning and stands true of verse, of verse 14. Wherefore, my dearly beloved, flee. From idolatry. Run from it. You have the choice this morning to turn away from that. He just told us that God is faithful. He's made a way and he's given us the strength to bear it. Whatever that might be. 
Just simply as uh, kind of to maybe guide your mind, our minds this morning, uh, some things that we have a choice in. We have the choice to do what's right, or we have the choice to do what's, or we can do what's wrong. We have the choice this morning to use our mouth and speak some words, or we have the choice this morning to keep our mouth shut. Sometimes we need to do this, and sometimes we need to do that. But we have a choice today. We have a choice to run to Jesus for help and relief. Or we have a choice to run to other things. More and more I have sensed that this is a big one. We, we, we have these little, these little problems in our life. A little headache here and here. A little, a little difficulty. It's been a hard day at work. A little bit of trouble in the family. And we ought to be running to Jesus. But instead, we begin to run towards our idol. Our thing that makes us feel good. Our thing that gives us relief from the pain. You fill in the blank on whatever that is for you or for, for the one that in the past for you this morning. Let's run to Jesus. I, I, I wish that somehow we could be to the point that we uh, would run to Him for every little thing. You rip your fingernail off and it goes too deep that you, would, that you would run to Jesus. You get that paper cut that you would run to Jesus. You get that little misunderstanding in life that you would run to Jesus. Lord, help us. There's a lot of people running to other things. Lord, help us this morning. Because... When the catastrophic thing comes, when the storm blows across this country and across your family, when sickness and death and, and problems begin to face you that are bigger than you can bear, you will not be able to stand unless you have been running to Jesus. That's why it's so important, dear friends, this morning. We have the choice to, to pray. We have the choice to not pray. Sit there and struggle through it on our own. We have the choice to, to, uh, to scroll endlessly online. Or to watch the commercials over and over again. Or to shut the thing off or to put it down and to spend some time drawing closer to God. We have a choice today. We have a choice To lie or to tell the truth. We have a choice to, to be honest and open or to be deceitful. We have a choice to, 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 to live together without commitment or to commit to one another in marriage. We have a choice this morning to obey the laws around us or to be disobedient. We have a choice to Love and forgive those around us or to be bitter and angry. We have a choice to walk in darkness or to walk in the light that God has given us. We have a choice to be happy with what God has given us and be content or we have a choice to always be wanting what other people have. And finally, there's a, lot, there's a lot of things that we could talk about. But finally today, we have a choice to be a good example to those around us or to be a bad example. 
As you go into 2024, tonight, in just a few hours, actually 12 hours, just under 12 hours from now, we'll be crossing, if the Lord tarries and allows us to live 12 more hours, we'll be crossing into 2024. I challenge you to realize that you have choices. You have decisions to make. You have a choice to make. Don't listen to the lies that might be telling you that you don't. And then make the right choice. Choose wisely. Life is short. There's many things hanging in the balances. There's many people watching. There's little eyes and little ears all across this country that are paying attention. Choose wisely. And as for me, in my house, with God's help, I choose to serve the Lord. Let's do that this morning. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for your word. It's been faithful to us today. It spoke to my heart and challenged me in 2024 to stand up and be the man that you want me to be. To make the right choices and go the right places. Say the right things and do the right things. Lord, help us as we cross. If it be in your will to cross into 2024 tonight, that you would help us to be people that make right choices and serve you, walk in the light, allow your love to, to come through us and penetrate the darkness around us and are obedient to you that learn from the examples all around us that have gone on before. Lord, help us. We love you this morning. Thank you for the opportunity to be here. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.